0: The truth is your time here is limited. Without hyper-consciousness and consistent self-awareness, you will miss every opportunity to invest it wisely. There's never been a more important time then to focus on that which matters while actively and unapologetically ridding yourself from that which just
1: doesn't. Your why power is the key designing your success or your circumstance. It will center you, ground you, and fuel you to accomplish even your wildest dreams. So don't waste another minute. Ask yourself that one crucial question, why? Welcome
0: everyone, my name's Emilia Smith.
1: And this is Bianca Thomas.
0: And we're your hosts of the Why Power Podcast, a podcast designed to help you uncover, learn, and choose the reasons why you do what you do and inspires you to make better more informed choices and before we even dive into this episode i want to give a shout out to all the listeners that hung in there for the past couple episodes because my audio has been absolutely terrible so hopefully this one is a little bit better Um, with the move and with everything my audio has been jeff and zoom's been jeff but anyways that's that's all i wanted to throw in there but um today we are going to be diving into the relationship, which we titled, I love you, but not our relationship. And Bianca was the one who was super inspired to mm. discuss this. So B, I'm going to let you take it away.
2: Yeah. Oh, this
3: inspired
1: me and is genuinely so hard because I have been through this scenario more times than I can
3: count and i think so many people are going to be able to relate to this because i think so many of us go through this you know it's it's easy to love someone it's easy to put ourselves aside because we love people mm. and how often are we really questioning whether that Person is good for us despite the fact that we love them. And I'm not just talking about romantic partnerships. I actually thought about this relationship, I mean, this topic, because of what I've been experiencing with my family. You know, I love them with my whole heart. I have sacrificed myself. Too much in order to be around them, in order to have that sense of belonging that Amelia talks about so frequently. And it was at the detriment of myself. I loved them, but I did not love the relationship between us. I did not love how I felt when
1: I was around them, when I was with them. Now, granted, I've also had this in many relationships. And my last relationship before this one,
3: I think is a perfect example of that. I genuinely loved this person. I really loved her. And Amelia saw it because Amelia was like screaming at me, like, you need to end this relationship. What are you doing? <laughs> um, I I genuinely loved this person and However, the relationship itself was terrible, absolutely terrible. You know, we never saw each other. I was never made a priority. It was always excuses, always just misalignments on many things. And I had such a difficult time leaving this person because i loved her so much because i was looking too much at the person and what i felt rather than the reality of the relationship mm. and i i really believe so many of us experience this so many of us go through this and like i said it's not just intimate relationships this could be with friends this could be with family this could be with a job this could be with relationship to a certain food right mm-hmm. like this i think this applies to literally anything
2: mm-hmm. and it makes such a big impact mm-hmm. i love the
0: lead-in because one thing that when you initially be were super inspired about this episode that i got like super jazzed up about was like one day i plan on doing a ted talk about how and it's funny because alan asked me this and i was like it was pretty much a mirror that he was holding up to be like M come on get your shit together like we got to keep keep the train Uh rolling (laughs) because you like will change the world and you're not putting in the reps that you from my perspective need in and out of a loving way i'm really grateful for How he and I can relate to each other. But what I, he had asked me, you know, if you were to do a TED talk, what would it be on? And I said, my intention is to do a TED talk to share one message with the world
2: is this, is that everything in life that exists, anything that exists in our
0: consciousness, we have a relationship with, we Mm -hmm. relate to or against. And why I believe like that's just such a profound fact that I think the whole world needs to at least take into their consciousness is because even when you think about the word be like relate, right? Like it's how I relate to one another, meaning how do I see you in me? How do I see me in you? Right. Mm -hmm. We're all we're all trying to find a sense of meaning in life. And I think when it comes to relationships, like you mentioned, it doesn't have to be just intimate relationships. It doesn't have to be a partner, a friend, a colleague. And we're not just talking about humans. Like you said, it could be food. I know we just got done talking of how much I love food, (laughs) but the relationship that I have with food, not as positive, not as productive and not as loving as I would like it to be. And the best question that we ask on this show is why? Because why is it that I can love you, whether it be food or a partner or whatever, but not our relationship? Why is it that you can have two things at the same time that seemingly ultimately conflict each other in their very nature and they're very core so i wanted to ask you because then there's a couple of things that i wanted to mention in in respects to relationship that i think would be helpful for this episode for others but yeah, why do you think just because of the inspiration that came out of this episode for you why do you think we can have or we have these two dichotomies in one arena of life all the time where you can love something but you can also simultaneously really not
2: love how it's relating to you or how you relate to it. Mm. Why can you love something but not love your relationship to it? Oh, that's such a hard question. It is such a hard question. I'm, so I'm struggling to
3: come up with an answer. Okay, give me a second.
2: <laughs> mm. I I think because it's easy to love.
4: Mm. I don't
2: think I don't think it's difficult to feel the emotion of love
4: mm. but
2: i think the action of love
3: that's what's difficult and so it's easy to feel the emotions the sensations the
2: the heart of loving somebody but when you but when you look at Is it actually fulfilling the need, the
3: tangible components of it, Mm -hmm. right? Because love is a verb, love is not just an emotion. Mm -hmm. But I think we get so focused on the emotion that we don't
2: look at is this actually fulfilling the need? that I, that I need to get from this. Mm. And so you
1: can love someone like I love chocolate, (laughs) right. (laughs) Or just food and salty foods and sweet foods, for
3: example, but I don't love how I feel when I eat it. And Mm. the reason
1: being is because I have such a negative association to it that I struggle just eating it in moderation.
3: If Mm. I'm going to eat it, it's typically when I'm in a
1: negative emotional state. And then what I do is I binge. Mm. So it's caused a negative reaction, a negative association to it. Mm. So I love it. But because of all of the action that I've
3: taken with it, There is that negative association there. That answer your question?
0: Yeah. Well, it's, it, there's no right or wrong. It's just, I i wanted a perspective um, because it was a really hard question, not going to lie. Because even in my, like, <laughs> well I was asking, I was like, there, like, there's no right or wrong. There's just only perspective, but it's literally so effing deep that I don't even know, like, how we get there.
4: <laughs> so
0: right. kudos to you. But, um, One thing that like my theory around that and this is just simply come from relationship coaching because I often have to ask myself this question all the time because I get exposure to thankfully like a lot of different relationships and I'm always ever since like a young age I've always been analyzing relationships and that's not just human to human that's like literally like my relationship to my hair, my relationship to mm. um, how the wind feels on my skin, m- observing others and their relationship to nature, their relationship to how they're eating their food, their relationship to their fork, like, you know, like their relationship to their clothes. So I've always analyzed that gap between one thing and another thing, how we yeah. relate to it. And what I've found, at least from this level of awareness, is to kind of answer that question from my perspective is like I believe that the purpose of life which is where one relates if there's not life there you cannot relate there's no Mm. concept of relation relation is the meaning and the perception that we give to two things two or more things and so like as I I reflect on that I I realize that Life is all about growth. I have and, and this is maybe rooted in my belief, but I've definitely had a lot of confirmation around that with just the coaching that I've done, is life is for growth. Death is for not. Death is for disintegration, right? And so when we are human beings, or we're being human, we are trying in some way, ultimately, to grow, whether that be our subconscious or whatnot. As an evolutionary species, we're trying to evolve so that the next generation can come and evolve even better i believe that's inherently in our species and i believe that's inherently in our biology so when it comes to that the ability to why you have you know loving something but not the relationship it's because there's always growth in there like you said love mm-hmm. is easy and i actually always tell this to my clients love is easy relationships are hard why yeah because what you just pointed out There's fundamental needs that are underneath how we are relating to someone, how we are relating to something. And so, like, even if you were to look at, for example, Tony Robbins' six basic human needs, when Alan and I do relationship coaching with the we, we actually throw in a seventh because we believe that there's one missing. But, you know, some of the basic human needs that we often forget drive us is the need for. Certainty and security, the need for variety, right? The femininity part of of a lot of people desires the the variety of life, the adventure, the, the newness, novelty, right? So, if you look at the different needs, and we can link that in the show notes in case anyone's interested, there's like a route to why we are trying to, or why we quote unquote, need to relate to something else other than ourselves. And when we actually explore that need to relate, we can actually see how well, right? Because we're trying to always gauge as humans, we're trying to optimize how we relate to the world and how we relate to others, because my belief is that we all are trying to optimize belonging. We figure out if that relationship is serving us to what you said, fulfillment Mm -hmm. and alignment or not, and to what degree we are always taking note of our our subconscious, our brain is always trying to take in data and say, yep, this is nope, this is not serving us. This is actually toxic. And then from there it showcases the growth that's needed to say, okay, well, this relationship is not serving me and my highest level of contribution as a being in the world. Now, because of that, I have to grow in some way, shape or form. Otherwise, the toxicity of that is actually going to totally make me shrink up. So with that being said,
2: there's a lot, I believe, in it for all of us to explore. The I love you, but not
0: our relationship. The question is why. I want people to ask, why is it that in relation to something else, it's a struggle bus? And like you said, when that relationship was there for you, B, you loved that person, right? That was easy. That came. Love is a verb, but like you said, you never spent time together, right? It never was a priority. Those two things, what are the needs that are rooted in that? Quality time, I know, is huge for your needs, right? Prioritization, what are the fundamental needs that were underneath that? And I think that that's one thing that when you were inspired for this topic specifically, I was like so pumped because I was like, this is the opportunity to showcase how we all have needs and those are running us and we sometimes don't even know it. And we get into relationships, whether it be food, chocolate, coffee, or you know, a a partnership. And we are not having our needs met. We are not putting in the work and the response, taking the responsibility to actually pull back the curtain and take off the blinders and say, this relationship is not serving my highest level of contribution from a fulfillment perspective. And so the following question from there.
2: What do we do about it then? Where where do I need to take responsibility? I think we need to I, I'll just say what I did. I
3: got very clear with the help of friends, aka you and Alan, on what I genuinely needed out of a relationship. What was my My criteria? What were the beliefs that I had? What were the values and the aspirations that I had? And were those being met? Were those being matched? Were those being fulfilled? Was I genuinely getting what I needed out of this relationship? And was I actually able to give this person what they needed? Right. I wasn't just a victim. I knew Mm. from the beginning, this person told me I'm not in a good place in my life to be in a relationship because I fell so hard for them.
4: Mm. I said,
3: that's fine. Mm. I put my needs aside and I said, I will be there anyways.
4: Mm. And it
3: built up and built up and built up and built up to where I like it, it destroyed me. Because I put myself aside in order to be with someone who had told me
1: straight up, I'm not in a good place in my life to be with you.
4: Mm.
1: I care about you genuinely, but I'm not in a good place to be with you. And I
3: said,
2: that's okay. Mm. I will be here anyways. So are you getting your needs met? And are you meeting the needs of this
3: person, right? I met her needs, right? Occasionally being there, being a support, whatever. But I wasn't meeting her needs of needing to be independent, of needing to be um, like a free spirit, right? Because that did not meet my own needs at that time. I needed someone who could consistently be there. I needed someone who helped me grow. I needed someone who I just, I needed more and they weren't able to get it or to fulfill it. And so with that realization, I had to do what was incredibly hard. But looking back, I'm so thankful that I did it. I had to end the relationship. And through ending that relationship, I went on a year long self development journey where I finally realized who I was and where I
2: belong. And it's here doing this. And I also met my partner. The
3: love of my life, who I'm so thankful for because we actually are compatible. I love her and I love our relationship because we meet each other's needs. There's that communication there. We are able to fix problems that come up because we want to heal. You know, there's her, there's me, and then there's us. Her needs are being met, my needs are being met, and the needs of the relationship are being met. So it got me to a place where I could actually have what I needed. So I could actually have a relationship and
2: love it too. Mm. There's that me, that you, like if you were to above it, that's what
0: Alan and I call the we, because the we itself, you, you both have a relationship to it, the distance between how you two relate, like that's yes. its own entity. But one thing that, and, and just to wrap up, one thing that too, uh, that I want to put here too, and it, like, not only is it really, really important to get clear and understand what your needs are, luckily, I, I say luckily, but at that time, you know, I don't think you realized what would incur if you put your needs aside when that past partner had communicated that she cannot meet needs that you might have. And you were like, that's fine. Like should never be fine. You have needs. And I think not feeling bad about your needs and acknowledging that those need to be met. There's also a part of that, that I also need to feel like I can give in a relationship. Relationships Mm, are slow and very cyclical. You give and you receive. It's a very, cyclical by nature right it's how we relate they're, they're um what's the word yeah they're reciprocal and so like and understanding yes it's it's about how well are your needs being met but also like how well are you meeting your needs how well are you being able to give which is a need of yours to the relationship to yourself etc so just that part of it is like getting clear on your needs and when you don't you know because not a lot of people be understand that they're not in a place for a relationship they're not they're they don't have the communication skills to be able to say listen like i'm just i i can't be there in the way that you might want me to and because yeah. of that quote-unquote love factor we are like it's fine it's like no no it's not it's gonna damage and hurt you a right. lot
1: because we just want love so badly that we're willing to sacrifice ourselves to get it and then right We end up resenting the person because we're like, you don't love me. And it's like, well, I told you I can't.
0: Right. I'm not
1: there yet. That's the realization that I had. (laughs) Yeah, that was the realization I had. I couldn't blame this person anymore. It was my fault.
0: Right. We can't make them the villain when relationships are two-way street. You know, like you have a part in it too. And if they can communicate that, which not a lot of people do, and we acknowledge that even with family. They might not know how to be there and meet your needs. They might not even know how to meet their own. They might not even have awareness to what their own needs are. How could they possibly right. be there for you in that regard, especially if you know what your exactly. needs are? So with this wrapping up, whenever <sighs> there's like a, a villain, like Alan's brought this to my attention, like whenever there's, there's someone being villainized in your world or you might have resentment or contempt or whatever built up, likely it's because of this. You love them. But you don't love the relationship and my challenge to all of our listeners is to what part of what degree of responsibility do you have to rearrange that relationship end that relationship or redefine it so that it meets your needs and so that it meets the needs
2: that mm. you want to inherently give to mm. this was so good I mm. feel complete how do you feel Thank about you. this I love it
0: all good perfect All right, everyone. Well, thank you. Hopefully this was inspiring to helping you to make better choices, whether it be in the verb itself, love or to the relationships that you might be challenged with. Um, But stay tuned as Bianca and I have more, hopefully better audio quality episodes coming your way. (laughs) And um, we're just so grateful to be a part of your journey. And hopefully some of this stuff can, can help you along where we didn't have anyone to kind of help us along so stay tuned and um, we will be talking to you next week
1: all right thank you so much we love you and we'll see you soon Mm -hmm. bye
0: if this episode resonated with you or you gained value from it please leave us a five-star review so that we can encourage more people like you to discover their own why power it's more important now than ever that people have their Y Power. So please stay connected and text Y Power to 31996 right now to become an exclusive member of our Wiser community. We're so excited to connect with you and to have you along the journey.
1: Remember to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at the Y Power Podcast. Visit us at the com and to chat with us directly on Instagram at Amelia May or Bianca Alexa. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.